Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That's right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. to hear what the deck has to say. Hey, I will even read your questions live. Why miss out on that? Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Ask the Tarot. I am your host, your friend, your tarot reader, Michelle T. Um, I am here to, you know, read your tarot cards. Um, welcome back, everybody, and big welcome to anyone who's here for the first time. Um, the way this operates is you um, can raise your hand if you have a question for the tarot that you think the tarot could help with, um, and I'll pick on people. Also, another way you can do it is if you'd like to just, you know, find me on Instagram, I'm at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z, you can write me out like what's going on and just, you know, slip it into my DMs and I will pick cards for you um, at a later time. And when I read your question, I will keep you anonymous. So that's a really great um, option for folks who like just want to be a little bit more shy about it. I understand. Here's here's a shy person who sent um, a letter in to me at uh, Instagram and I'm going to read it right now. Gonna, and I picked some cards on it. So here we go. Hi, Michelle. I've been listening to you for a long time and love what you are doing for people out there. Thank you. Imagine if I'm just like reading love letters to myself, you guys. There's like actually no questions for the tarot. I'm just like, people love me. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. My question is this. I left an abusive relationship last year. The whole experience was a mind fuck. Good for you for getting out of that. Uh, Not, not, you know, not an easy thing to do and a really life-saving thing to do. Um, I am starting to wonder if I'm ready to date again. A friend from my childhood has popped up and I'm starting to develop feelings for him. Is this a road I want to risk going down or should I focus on me for longer and take time to heal more? Thanks so much. You're the best. Oh no, you're the best. Okay, listen, I'm working with the good old Rider Waite Smith deck tonight. I'm just feeling a little bit fried on my Toth deck. I need to let it breathe a little bit. Um, So I'm just back to this, you know, OG beauty. And um, I picked three cards first for what does it look like for our querent to, um, you know, to go keep going towards this person, this childhood friend and allow their feelings to keep developing. Guess what? It looks wicked good, as they say in Massachusetts, where I'm from. Um, The very first card that came up is the King of Swords. Now, you know, the first thing I'm thinking is like, oh, this is your childhood friend. Like the King of Swords is like direct very intelligent, um, a little detached, but, you know, ideally that's not a bad thing. That just allows them to, um, you know, have some space between like their emotions and their reactions. Just seems like a smarty pants, probably a real chatterbox. Um, Somebody that you like can really enjoy, you know, 
getting to re-know, right? So if it's a person, you know, that's who that is. But sometimes the court cards also um, represent, you know, energies. So the King of Swords as, a, Swords as an energy, it's clarity, right? Which is wonderful, right? We love clarity when we're wondering, do I want to pursue this romance? It's like clarity, um, intention, communication, good stuff like that. And listen, it's with these two excellent major arcanas right next to the King of Swords. You have the Magician and the Emperor. Whoa, this is really good. I mean, the Magician is telling me that you can really make something with this person. Like, you know, if you, you're thinking that, you know, you're ready to date again, the Magician is saying like, hell yeah, you're ready to date again. And then the Emperor is like, whoa, like time for you to just like step into um, your agency, step into your autonomy and like put yourself out there. I mean, that's, that's, you know, we'll put yourself out there for this person because that's specifically what it's about, right? I really like this for you. It's very strong. It's not like, it's not like, a, oh, I think I'll tip my toes in it. It's like, boom, you know, I don't need to let that abusive relationship hold me back for the rest of my life. Like, I, you know, healing sometimes, ha- you know, healing is like, strange. Sometimes it's constant. Sometimes it's forever. Sometimes it comes in fits and starts. Sometimes we need to actually re-experience um, relating to another person for those he- for different kinds of healing to pop up for us, right? So I love this for you. And honestly, the cards for not doing it, the cards for sort of hanging back and being like, no, I'm going to like focus on me for a little bit longer. The first card is the three of swords, which is sad, sad, sad card. I mean, like clearly you like this person, and he probably likes you. And hanging back is going to not feel very good. Um, and then your next card, this is so interesting. It's the four of discs. And in the Rider weight, you know, it's this guy and he has his four discs and he's like clutching them. Like he's afraid to let go. Um, so that's really interesting. It's like a fearful sort of clutching, clinging, fearful card. So that to me is really saying like what the energy would be of you not going towards, you know, this sort of flirty childhood friend. It would be because like you're scared and you're holding on to the past and you're holding on to ideas of what healing looks like that maybe, maybe isn't truly resonating for you. And then it's the page of pentacles. And it's really interesting. It's like, you can go towards this and be the emperor and be sort of like in charge of your life, or you can hang back and be the page of pentacles, which is sort of like, he's just really young and he doesn't really know what he's doing. Right. And he's like, He's going to figure it out, but he's like, um, he's certainly not the emperor, you know, he's like barely an intern in the palace. So I say go towards this person. And that is actually the path back towards yourself. Um, That's what I think. Sometimes, sometimes it is other people that help us out in those ways. Right. Okay. Very cool. Did I just see that Jasmine, is it a concert? Oh my goodness. Jasmine, have, have a wonderful time at a, at a concert. I am heading to my honeymoon tomorrow, you guys. I'm flying to Spain. Can you die? I'm going to go to the uh, Salvador Dali Museum in Spain. I'm going to come back with that Salvador Dali tarot deck. I'm going to do it. It's going to be my big souvenir. Um, So yes, it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) I know it's like really wild. Oh my God. My husband's now in the chat. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, that's what that's why we're here on a Wednesday. And thank you guys so much for showing up and for being flexible. I don't like to change the dates, but um, that was, you know, my flight got changed and that's just how it is. All right, all right. Enough about me and my problems and my, uh, and my lack of problems. Let's see about you guys and your problems. How about Mari? 
Mari, you're on. Can the tarot help you tonight? Oh, thank you so much for choosing me. Um, I have a similar, a pretty similar question to the last person. Um, I just like turned 30 and I was seeing someone briefly and she dumped me. And so, um, I'm just like trying to figure out what is next for me. Um, you know, do I get back on the apps? I have like a little crush on someone at work or do I just like keep doing me? Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. All right. Well, you know, good for you for like sussing it out. I'm going to pick three cards first of like, you know, do you want to go back on the apps? I mean, you know, my husband who I'll be traveling to Spain with tomorrow, we met on the apps. So, you know, you can find more than just booty calls and ghosts, you know, if you want. <laughs> so let me see what this is like for you to pursue their apps. Um, boop, 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 picking three cards. Now I'm going to shuffle on the work crush. Okay, gosh, having a work crush really makes going to work a lot more fun. Oh my gosh. Everyone should have a work crush. Um, it should just, you should get assigned that like on your, on your new day, you should just be like, here's where the snacks are. Here's the bathroom. Here's your crush. <laughs> Cause it just keeps you coming in. Um, it makes life exciting, but maybe, you know, is it real? Is it a real crush? What does it look like if you like take it seriously? That's what I'm asking the tarot. And maybe it's just a little bit of like, is it serious or is it just a little bit of like eye candy? You know what I mean? Okay. And finally, what if you, um, you know, refrain from pursuing electronic loves, uh, or workplace affairs <laughs> and you just kind of keep chilling out and, kind of let things happen organically, right? Um, so what does it look like if you just sort of stay the course, maybe lay low a little bit longer, see, you know, see if anything organically pops up? Um, I'm so sorry that you got broken up with. That's so painful. I always think that's the worst pain, worse than vomiting, worse than a toothache, the very worst pain. Okay. So let me see. Ooh, the apps look good for you. Wow. Really good, actually. Um, okay. The, the middle card, uh, your kind of centerpiece card is the queen of wands. And I'm getting a big feeling that that's you, that you're the queen of wands. She's a little bit on fire. She's very strong. She's charismatic. She um, has been through it. You know, her backstory is that she's had a little bit of a rough time, but she's not ashamed of it. She's really proud of the way she's like coped and the way she's risen to, you know, what, what life has thrown at her. And, um, she's like, wears it as a badge of honor, you know, and she also knows that the, the lessons that she's learned the hard way, um, help other people, you know? So I just love her and I feel like it's you. And then the cards on either side of her are major arcanas. The first one is temperance. And the second one is the wheel of fortune. Oh my gosh. You got the wheel of fortune for, um, <laughs> for the, for the apps, which is so funny because, yeah, the Wheel of Fortune, it has a sort of like a little bit of a relationship to gambling and like, so do the apps. Am I right? So I like this. I feel like, yeah, you're going to spin that wheel, see what comes up. I love the temperance card. The temperance card is telling you, yes, do it, but also be chill. Okay. Like, you know, you, you can do it. You can get excited. You know, when you find out you matched with somebody, you know, don't, it's, it's not telling you to be like a stick in the mud, you know, or negative, but it is saying like, if you get swept away really easily, like know that about yourself. Okay. Um, you know, if you, if you tend to move really fast, know that, you know, um, if other, if other people are trying to move faster than you want, you know, temperance is the middle path, you know, it's sort of like, 
we don't need to rush because we got all day. You know, like if, if, if this, if you meet anyone who is like your soulmate, there's no reason to like anxiously dash into it. Like if they're going to be there, they're going to be there. So these are good. I really, really like this a lot for you. Let's see about this workplace crush. What's up with this person? Oh my goodness. You know, it looks cute, but you might end up having to leave your job. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, It looks cute or like you get fired. I don't know. Or or you're going to have to walk away from it. Here's why I'm saying this. The very first card is the Ace of Swords. So I like that it's an ace, it's newness. And it's, I feel like, um, you know, especially coming out of a heartache, like to get that first new crush, it can just be so powerful just to remind you the world is big. Your heart is big. Like your life is going to go on. You're going to have a lot more, you know, loves and flings or whatever you're looking for. Um, so I like this and the ace of swords just gets you thinking about things differently. So that's really nice. I mean, I feel like Yes, it is time to start thinking differently about romance and your place in it. And then the next card is the sun. So it's like, wow, I would say there probably is a real attraction here. I mean, I think that your crush is legit. I think that it's possible that this person likes you back. um, And that might be really incredible. Um, Or maybe you're just basking in, um, you know, the the really good vibes of being attracted to somebody and, and feeling that part of you wake up again. But listen, your last card here hate to be a downer. It's the eight of cups. So, you know, in the Rider weight deck, that is a person who has, you know, painstakingly built a little pyramid of cups on the beach and now they're having to walk away from it. They're having to abandon it. So something's not right with this. Like it looks good. It, it looks exciting, but it looks like, you know, you will have to walk away from it um, or walk away from your job. Oh my gosh. So I don't know. I would, I'd stick with the apps, you know. Um, now. You know, I did pick cards on what does it look like for you to kind of stay out of the dating world, you know, and that's so funny. You know, you started this whole question by saying that your um, issue was similar to the last person's um, and you got kind of similar cards as far as like, what if you kind of hang back and kind of continue to sort of heal, focus on yourself, etc.? Um, it's not time for that. You guys, it's airy season. The universe doesn't want us to like do the kind of healing right now where we just kind of hole up in our room with like a, a cup of tea. It wants us to heal in dynamic ways by, you know, interacting and bouncing off of other human beings. So this is what it looks like if you, you know, step back. You get the Knight of Pentacles. He is the knight that, whose horse isn't moving, right? He's just, he's got all four hooves on the ground and he's not going nowhere. Neither are you in this scenario. Um, and then the next card is, you know, the five of discs. So interesting. Our last querent got the four of discs. They're very similar. Um, with the five of discs, you know, it's two people who are super stricken by poverty. They're super down on their luck. They're like, you know, shoeless in the snow, that that level of having a bad life. And they're walking by a, this very nice, warm, lit up church. And if they just looked up, they'd see that like, oh, we could probably go in there and warm up and maybe, you know, get some food or something. So, because in the tarot, churches are helpful like that. <laughs> and they are in real life too sometimes. I know that's true. So anyway, this is saying like, it's actually like a, a bit of a poverty mentality for you to hang back. You know, it's like you're you're kind of starving yourself of, um, starving, starving yourself of uh, romance and that kind of possibility. And then your final card, so interesting. Again, our last querent had the page of pentacles if she stayed away from romance, you have the page of cups, very similar, again, very similar vibe. You're keeping yourself um, 
in this sort of um, apprentice intern, I don't know what I'm doing kind of vibe, you know? The Page of Cups doesn't understand relationships. They're very young. It's very young energy. And they're just sort of like, you know, navel gazing a little bit. And and that's kind of what it is for you, um, for you to, to kind of keep hanging back. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. Like a little bit bummer about the work crush, but um, yeah, it was so sloppy. Oh my God. Is it like your boss or something? Do you think you, you, could you foresee having to actually quit your job or something? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, that's a possibility just because it's very chaotic at my job, but not, I don't think because of her. I don't think. Not because of her. Okay. So it wasn't that, uh, literal. It's just saying that's probably something that's not gonna ultimately go anywhere. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Welcome. You're very welcome and good luck on the apps. Oh my gosh, I want to peek in. Um, oh my God, Caitlin, welcome. I see that you've been trying to make it work for you to be here. And now you're here, which is really exciting. Um, who else do I want to say hi to? Hi, Dylan. It's your first time here. That's exciting. Listen, if you like this and you want to hear more of them, all you got to do is go over to Spotify and search Your Magic. That is my um, my mystical podcast. And in, in that um, thread, all, all of these back episodes of Ask the Tarot will come up in that feed. So, so you get to listen to more if you, if you like it. Um, all right, let's see. Somebody wrote into me at the Instagram and we're just on a dating roll right now. So let's just keep going with it. I've been trying to date recently and I'm looking for a serious committed relationship filled with fun, good times and all of that great relationship stuff. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I've had a hard time with long-term relationships and haven't had many. And at 35, I'm really feeling ready and also pretty lonely. I started talking to a woman on a dating app and we seem to hit it off. We're in the same industry, TV, and have some but not all similar interests. We have been trying to meet up for a couple of weeks now, but it's been slow. The re- okay, um, let me see. The reason I want to keep this private is because she's a TV personality and sort of in the public eye a bit. And because I don't yet know her, I want to be respectful. OMG, you guys, this is so juicy. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm really excited. Okay, she seems interested in me so far, but it's been like pulling teeth trying to actually get on a date with her. Two weeks ago, she came down with a bad case of sinuses that she thought was COVID. Then she was too hungover from day drinking while celebrating a friend's birthday. She has friends in town this weekend and now her dog just got pancreatitis and is in the doggy hospital. Hold on a second. This is getting, okay. Are we meant to meet? And could this turn into a solid relationship? I'm at a place in my life where I'm not trying to waste any of my time with people that aren't right for me, something I haven't done a good job of in the past. Should I be patient and just wait it out? Or should I say, fuck it and move on before meeting? I'm erring on the side of waiting it out, but would love some advice from the tarot. OMG. Wow. Okay. This is really exciting. I mean, my, my Michelle T non-tarot advice, um, which nobody's asking for, but I have to sometimes offer is, you know, usually if you want to meet someone, usually you just meet them. Right. I mean, like when people are hemming and hawing like that, I don't know some people. Okay. This is something that I like read about when I was like poly and dating people and like, and, and just thinking a lot about dating. Right is that there are people who like like to have a lot of people orbiting them, right? So they like to have a lot of intrigues where they just are like the sun and they have all these little planet people just kind of circling them that make them feel kind of good about themselves, but then they don't actually have to commit to it. Um, so I don't know, maybe 
maybe this is just like a narcissist TV actor. (laughs) Aren't they all? I don't know. Or maybe not. Maybe this is just a truly busy person who's having a run of bad luck. Um, Or maybe you're getting catfished. I don't know. Okay, let's ask the tarot. Um, Okay, should you be patient and wait it out? What does it look like to just be like, okay, cool, you know, let me know uh, when your dog's out of the hospital and your friends are away and gone home and you're not hungover anymore and your nose isn't infected. (laughs) Let me know when all of these problems have passed and I will be here. Um, Okay, let's see what that looks like. Like maybe, you know, it's kind of no skin off your butt to just chill and see, but you know. Okay, I'm doing my final, final flip on that one. Here we go. Okay, and now I'm shuffling again for fuck it, move on before meeting. Because yeah, you know, you don't want to waste any of your time. And like, I don't know, in, in my experience, people who just sort of like hem and haw like that, they either never show up or when they do show up, they're like, you're like, oh God, I wish you never showed up. Like, this is totally how you are. You're just you know, evasive and avoidant and all kinds of yucky stuff like that, you know? So what does it look like if you're just like, you know, something TV personality, why don't you come chase me once, you know, your ears have unclogged themselves from your sinus infection. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Hanging out and waiting for this person. Ugh. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you want to move on. You're, you're not, let me just tell you this right now. You're not going to feel 100% about moving on. You are going to wonder if you did the right thing. They're going to haunt your brain a little bit. You're going to maybe want to check back in. Um, but let me, like, when that happens to you, just remember this tarot reading, okay? So here we go. All right, so this is what it looks like to hang out and wait for this person. The first one is the Three of Wands. You know I love the Three of Wands in the Toth deck. The Three of Wands um, in the Rider Waite has a bit of a different vibe, right? This guy, especially in a, a reading like this. So the image is this guy and his back is to us, right? And there's three, you know, big staffs kind of stuck in the earth. And he's just kind of like gazing out on the horizon. And like, that's you, right? You're just like gazing out on the horizon, gazing at the at the giant, you know, Tinder app in the sky or whatever app it is, um, just like waiting for this person. Um, So it's sort of, but your energy is good. Your heart's in the right place. You're like, okay, I'm going to take a chance. You know, the three of, the three of wands is a positive card. Then you get the queen of swords, right? And the queen of swords, like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think of the queen of swords? I always feel like read between the lines. She's kind of a bitch, right? (laughs) Like that's sort of the read on the queen of swords. She's kind of cold hearted. She's detached sort of in more of a bad way, right? Where, where she's just sort of like checked out a little bit. Um, You know, she's, I don't like her for a love reading really, especially for somebody who seems avoidant. Um, So that's who you're waiting for, this avoidant queen of swords. And guess where it brings you? Sitting up in your bed at night, sobbing. That's right, the nine of swords. That's your final card is the nine of swords. You know, in the rider weight, the person is sitting up so anxious they can't sleep or coming out of a nightmare, swords behind them. It looks really, it looks stressful. It looks stressful because it looks like this person's probably going to keep pulling the same bullshit they're pulling, which is going to be super annoying. And then on top of that, you're going to feel bad about yourself. Like, uh, why did I do this? This is like not what I want to do, right? Now, if you walk away and say, no, I'm better than that. I'm worth more. Um, That's just like not what I'm, that's not the dynamic I'm interested in. 
The very first card you get is the three of discs. And I like this. It's, you know, it's funny. The three of discs, it's like a Capricorn card. It's not super romantic. It's, it's a business card. But in a way, I think that that's good because, you know, this is not, if, if you walk away, it's because you're acknowledging this is not really a romantic situation. This is something else. And, you know, your business is taking care of number one. And so it makes sense to sort of be practical about it and to be like, you know, make a um, pro con list, you know, like, what are you investing in here? You're going to invest in yourself by walking away. And then that brings you to the moon card. I'm sorry to say. So, you know, you might kind of um, crash a little bit after whatever dopamine you were getting from the potential of this, you know, certainly, certainly having like a, a app intrigue with a television personality does give you a little bit more dopamine than the average you know, match does. So I think it's that. I think it's you not being fully confident that you did the right thing. I also think, you know, just like you said in your, in your letter, you're feeling a little lonely and you might just be having to sit in that loneliness. Um, and I wish you so much luck with that. And just remember, you know, the human condition and we, we all have to sit in that. Um, so, um, and it won't last forever. The sun always follows the moon, right? Your final card for walking away is the queen of wands. I love her. Remember, we just got her. She just came out for our last querent. And um, I feel like this is you at the end of it, okay? It's like, yeah, you have to be a little bit cold and make some sort of, you know, very practical calls. And then it leaves you feeling a little down. But at the end of it, you feel good about yourself. You're like, yes, you know, I'm on fire. I'm a catch. There's other television personalities out there for me. I'm going to find somebody else. And you, and you're like, Oh God, I've, I've been through a lot, but it's cool. It's like made me who I am. Like you just put a really cool spin on it. That's real. That's authentic. You know, it is, it's like you, you hit some sort of truth about it. That's actually energizing and, um, and allows you to go on and get away from, you know, avoidant narcissistic, um, personality, television personalities. Oh my God. I wish I knew who this was. Because you guys, I like celebrity gossip as much as anybody. You don't even know how tempted I am to pull cards on Will Smith, you know, Chris Rock and Jada Pinkett Smith. I want to pull cards on all of them. Like what, you know, what is happening under the surface here? But, but that's another show. Shouldn't that be another show? I think it should be. Okay. I want to pull cards for you guys. Let me see who's out there. Diana, you are up. Hello, Diana. So um, I messaged you today on Insta. Is that is that okay if I ask my question here? Are you? It, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is like an in in the head. It's a very air sign question. Um, I have okay. a conflict with a friend who got shut down and upset mm-hmm. with me in a text exchange about a, a very serious thing going on in my life. And um, she had all these things to say about how impossible I am to talk to and she was shut down. And I look at this exchange and Michelle, I, do you remember those pictures with that were sort of pixelated of like a sunset and you stare at it and then you see there's, you know, the Eiffel Tower is in there? <laughs> I yes. never could see the thing that you're supposed to see. And looking at this text uh-huh. of what I did wrong, I do not see it. And I just want help getting out of my own head for, you know, perspective. Okay. okay. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. Like you're willing, I love your willingness to like investigate yourself and the possibility that like you might be wrong, you know, or might not be seeing things as clearly. Um, 
So like, good for you for, for even like wanting to investigate that. So I'm going to pick some cards and I'm going to ask the cards to just show like, what's the energy and the nature of your communication in this text. Okay. So we'll, we'll let, um, we'll let the cards illustrate what was, what, what is coming through in the text. Um, and then we can pick more cards from there, you know, if you need more help. Um, has this friend been somebody who has been pretty reliable in the past as far as their point of view? Um, this is a very old friend that goes very deep and we both have issues. So, um, I, I mean, I a hundred percent respect them and I'm a hundred percent. I don't have, um, I don't have a negative feeling that I'm conscious of, but in terms of, are they, are they, um, you know, uh, -huh. uh Solid, I don't think they are, but I'm not saying that I am more so. <laughs> Fair, I get it, I get it. Listen, this is really interesting. It looks like there really might be something to what your friend is saying because the card, the, the centerpiece card in this three-card pull is the tower, right? So, you know, that is so interesting because when the tower comes, it's usually because there's something that we suddenly have to see that we can't unsee, right? And it forces us to change. Um, so there's something in this exchange that is pushing you towards that. Um, now, the cards on the other side are really lovely, but I almost wonder if it's, if they're too lovely and it's preventing you from being able to look um, more clearly at, at like, I don't know, a, a habit or a dynamic that needs to, to change. Your first card is the queen of pentacles. She's so good hearted and generous, right? I think it's affirming that you are good hearted and generous, right? And like, um, and a good friend, right? And, um, you know, sometimes I don't know if, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to riff and, you know, I apologize for anything that I say right now that isn't relevant or doesn't, you know, stick. But, you know, sometimes it's like when we know what a good friend we are to somebody and then they come back with their critique, it can be really hard to swallow. But I'm seeing this as like probably both things are true. Like there is something up that your friend is hitting on, um, but also you are a really good friend. And the fact and, and a really solid person and a generous person like the Queen of Pentacles is just so lovely. You know, she's great. Her life is full of abundance and she shares it and she's really someone that people can come to. So it's like. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's, um, if, if you maybe have a tendency to like catastrophize or get really extreme or black and white, like, oh, if this is true, then it must mean that I'm a terrible person. If like that is a sort of, you know, um, go to um, mental kind of place. Um, but, you know, I think what it's saying is like, yeah, there are these things that need work or need some help. And you're a great person and a great friend, you know, um, on the other side of it, you have the two of wands. And the Two of Wands, um, I'm so used to reading it in the Toth deck where it is an incredibly fiery Aries, Mars, me-focused card. Here it's a little more gentle. Um, the, the image is of a guy um, who's like literally holding the world in his hand. He's holding the glo a globe in his hand and he's kind of looking out into the horizon. So it's like you literally have the whole world in your hand. <laughs> um, and I think that this is basically saying like, you can do something about this. You have the ability to be thoughtful and make changes. Um, and it's probably not as hard or as intimidating as you think. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe your friend brought you helpful information um, in a 
unhelpful manner. Like I don't, I don't know the story, uh, you know, of, of what went down. So it could be, you know, think about what, what aspects of yourself might be resisting it. Is it because she said it in a way that was hurtful, but if there's a way to get beyond the tone and just see like, is there a nugget of truth there in what she was saying? What can you do that's actually proactive? I think you can do something and I think it's not going to be that hard. And I think it's going to actually help you feel really good because even though these things kind of, I don't know, like a confrontation like this would make me, my body just totally fill with anxiety at first. And I would just want to make the whole problem go away. But after you sit with it for a minute and you realize that you can actually do something about it, I find those moments really inspiring because like, that's how we grow as people, right? That's how we continue to grow through our whole life um, from, you know, the people around us being able to point out things that we're not able to see. So just to summarize it again, it looks like your friend is probably right. Sorry if she said it in a weird way. It doesn't take away all of the amazing and beautiful things about you as a person and as a friend. Um, And it looks like you absolutely have the ability to handle this um, in some way. Does that all make sense? Yeah, it really does. I mean, I just, as I was, I mean, just as you were explaining those, those three cards, I realized like I'm, I'm blocked by feeling like defensive and like wanting to be right, but there's so much more to gain to, to really, to, to look at it as if it's valid. There's so much more to gain. And that's so interesting that you're like saying that you might, you're realizing you're a little like, like defensive because the, the shadow sides of these cards, like the shadow side of the queen of pentacles is like stubborn, right? Just like that earthy, stubborn, my way or the highway. And then the, um, you know, the shadow side of the two of wands is that more tothy um, definition where it's like incredibly self-centered, you know? So, and those are the kind of the things that make us feel defensive, right? We get self-centered fear and then we get really stubborn and we just start saying no. Um, so, so it's, I mean, I'm really impressed by how open you are <laughs> to like thinking about this and getting feedback. You said this is a very air sign question. What sign are you? Um, I'm Aquarius with Scorpio moon and she's Taurus. I can't remember her other signs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. I mean, like that Aquarius aspect of you does want like is able to like detach, you know, from the way that this might feel personal. And in fact, like take on the like personal growth challenge of it, you know, as like a game or as like an ideal, but man, that Scorpio moon, that Scorpio moons, that is like, you, you would rather fight (laughs) with a Scorpio moon. You'd rather fight about it. So, you know, good for you for sort of um, overriding your moon in this situation and like really trying to, to, to approach it with your best self. Thank you so much. That was really, really helpful. I'm so glad. Good luck to you. Oh man, friend problems. I am serious. I'm really impressed with her. Like that's, it's hard to get that kind of feedback and then be like, okay, I'm going to really, you know, think if if that's true or not. Like, oh my God, she's going to be like my role model now for like, I don't know, forever. All of our role models. Okay. Here is somebody who wants, I get, I got a couple of emails from people who want to ditch their jobs and be witches, you know, which I really support. I support it, but we got to see what the tarot says. So here's this. I'm graduating from college this spring with a degree in multimedia production. And I can't tell whether I've fallen out of love with my major or I'm just burnt out by the whole quote, going to college during a pandemic thing. Yeah. And that'll burn everybody out. Right. 
I'm going to start looking for work soon, but I don't know if I should even try to get work related to my major or if I should get an in-between job to pay some loans before doing what I got to do to become an art teacher. This is my childhood dream job and something I've learned through a part-time job in an art camp that I really love. And on the other hand, I've been studying astrology over the past few years, and a big part of my heart is invested in it, so I've considered trying to do that professionally as well. I'm a Capricorn stellium, so career issues hold a lot of weight for me, but I do have a pesky Mars in Pisces, so I am much more spiritually, emotionally motivated than materially motivated. Which path looks most fulfilling right now? Okay, wow. All right, so first I'm shuffling to see what does it look like if you do, you know, try to get work related to your major, okay? Because maybe you're just burnt out and there is such a beautiful spiritual component in being an art teacher, don't you think? I think so. Um, so what does it look like for you to just, you know, get off of the screen, get out there in the world and put your talents to work, you know, doing something in the real world that you really love? What does that look like? Okay. Now, what does it look like if you get an in-between job to pay some loans? Okay, so I don't know what that is. I'm guessing, you know, if it's not if it's not art teaching, then it's probably, what, something kind of corporate where you just, like, make some bucks and chill out and um, don't take the work home, but take the paycheck home. That's what you're looking for here. I'll do one last little shuffle on what that looks like. Oh, my God, we have Capricorns feeling this question. Yes, the Capricorns, you guys are the workers of the Zodiac. I mean, you're the careerists of the Zodiac. Now, what does it look like for you to become an astrologer? Oh my gosh, I really love this Capricorn Pisces, um, you know, astrological makeup. It seems like it would bode very well for somebody becoming a career astrologer, right? Um, so very, very cool. What does it look like if you start investing your energy and your intention in, you know, actually having that be your job. All right. So art teacher. Oh my God. This is so funny because I'm reading with the Rider Waite deck, right? And the very first card for the art teacher is the six of cups. And it's basically in the Rider Waite deck. It's like the preschool. <laughs> it's like the kindergarten card. It's like little kids playing with cups and flowers, right? So beautiful. Oh, I got to tell you, this looks good for you. I mean, the, 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 the reading is absolutely affirming how like ambivalent you feel about it. Your centerpiece card is the two of swords, right? So you're just like, I don't know. I can't really get myself going for it. I'm like, I don't really know that I want to do it, you know? Um, but on either side of that two of swords is the beautiful six of cups, right? And then the sun, Ah, another card with a, kid, a little kid in it. So just, that's just kind of cute. This looks good for you. You just got to get out of your head, right? Now, what if you just get a corporate job instead? Huh. Oh my gosh. That actually looks really good, but not forever. Okay. Not forever. It seems like you already know that it's forever, but here's the thing. Um, you might get tempted. Like, let me just tell you what I'm seeing. Your very first card is the fool. Okay. So that's you just being like, fuck it getting a corporate J-O-B, making some money, bye kids, see you later. And then your next card is the Wheel of Fortune. I like that. That's great. That's like ching, 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 especially for a Capricorn. Like that's really good for you. But then your final card is the um, Seven of Cups, which is, you know, that famous cup in the Rider Waite where there's, um, I'm sorry, the famous card where there's all these cups and there's just like a different 
sort of, you know, option rising out of all the cups and you, you just don't know which one to pick, which one is even real. So this is interesting. I, I think that, you know, you will make a bunch of money, but it will also leave you in that same state that you're in right now of kind of not knowing what to do, right? Or another way that this could play out, I think, is that um, because it's such a temptation card, you might end up finding yourself tempted to stay on this corporate path. Um, and it might not really be your path, but the jewels and the the bling and the <laughs> the prizes, you know, might really be so alluring to you that um, you can't say no to them. This is really interesting. You know, like I know, you know, as an artist who who has often had to you know, have day jobs to, you know, pay the bills. I've always been good as an Aquarius as never taking those jobs too seriously because my real serious work is my art. And, you know, that's where my focus is. And I've noticed that my other artist friends who are earth signs had a really hard time doing that. They just couldn't help, but really invest and really work hard and take seriously whatever their day job was. It's just how they're built. So, you know, I'm just giving you a little bit of a warning. Like it will be good for you, but if you are just like Capricorn stellium and you can't help, but, you know, suddenly become the CEO of any company you start out in the mailroom at, <laughs> you, you're going to have to reckon with that. Okay. Um, oh boy. You know, you're, you're such a Capricorn because you are good at everything. <laughs> and I just think that's so Capricorn because now here, here is your, um, I don't think that you should go towards, I don't think that you should go towards um, astrology professionally right now. I think you should continue to study it. Okay. Here's the cards you got for that. The first one is the judgment card. Really interesting because the judgment card in the Rider Waite deck is truly so judgy, right? It's like, there's all these naked gray souls popping out of their, <laughs> popping out of their tombs while, you know, the angel Gabriel honks his horn. And I think it's really asking you to like, you know, Capricorn, you're such a perfectionist. You know what it means to, to really be great at something. Are you really ready? Are you at the point right now that you can really commit to making money and having a career as an astrologer? Are you ready for that? I don't know that you are. And here's why. Okay. The next card is the lovers. So, you know, obviously you are being called to commit or not commit right now, commit to it in some way. The lovers wants that. It wants you to like, you know, seal the deal or, you know, walk away. But then your final card here is the page of pentacles. It's not the king of pentacles, right? It's the page. He's the student. He's not the master. So I think this is saying all in all that like, you should commit to this path um, as a student a little more before you decide to like leap into it professionally. I, I don't think it's your path right now. I think your path right now is either, um, you know, becoming an art teacher like you've trained for, which looks gorgeous, um, or getting in into <laughs> the corporate world and making some dollars and then extracting yourself very painfully <laughs> from it. I don't know. As a tarot reader, I'd say, I'd say go with, go with school. I'd say become an art teacher, get an art teacher job, study astrology, see how you can integrate it a little bit into your, um, into your work, you know, as a teacher without them thinking you're, you know, a, a satanic witch and burning you with a stake. <laughs> can you bring astrology into, you know, your, your art class? You probably can, right? Okay. Um, good luck to you. Now let's see who is in the room whose question I can answer. Dylan, you're on. 
Hi, thanks for picking me. Um, sure. So my uh, question is um, in regards to um, love and dating. Seems to be um, a running okay. topic throughout tonight. But um, <laughs> um, I've just been feeling a, a bit um, stuck and lost. I'm, I'm getting older and I see, you know, all my friends, you know, getting married, having babies, et cetera, et cetera. And I've been trying to date, but um, I just don't seem to be connecting with anyone or, you know, I, I get ghosted, you know, I'm on all of the apps. So um, I'm just yeah. wondering, like, um, is there something I'm doing wrong here? Am, am I the issue? Um, do I need to get off of um, the apps? Um, what do I do essentially? Okay, I'm going to pick some cards first. I'm shuffling right now just to get some, shed some light on like, what's the energy going on in your like romance and relationship sort of sphere right now? So we'll pull some cards to just see like, you know, what, what is, can we get some more information about like, what's at the root of this or, you know, what is it? Here's my last little shuffle for that for you. Um, Picking three cards for that. All right, and now I'm going to shuffle be about like, you know, because some of this just might feel be like app burnout, right? So, you know, what does it look like for you to, to keep, you know, being on the app? We'll see. I'm going to pick some cards on that as well. Um, let me see what that looks like for you. This is my last little shuffle for, you know, sticking around on the apps. And then I'm going to also pull three cards for like, yeah, do you get off the apps, you know, and let... Just, you know, maybe it's even just going to be a good reset and a recharge to have a breather from them. Um, you know, invite romance to come at you from other directions. Um, let me see. I'm going to just do one more shuffle. And what does it look like for you to just, like, take an app break? Okay. All right. All right. So the love sphere right now. This is so interesting. Okay, so your first card for like to illuminate like what's the energy in your love sphere right now. The first one is the King of Pentacles. That's really beautiful. I mean, like, you know, I feel like this card is really affirming that you have a lot to offer. Like you're very grounded. You take care of yourself. You're a grown up. Um, you know, like the, the King of Pentacles is rich and I'm not talking about money, although it is money too. It's just, he's just like rich in experience and interest. And it's just a really, really beautiful and grounded card. So that is great. Um, that is really, really beautiful. The next card here is, is like giving us a little bit of a glimpse of like what might, where there might be a little bit of like stuck energy. And it's the four of discs. So this guy came up for somebody else earlier. The illustration is a person who has four giant coins, but he's like clutching them. He's like holding one to his chest. He's stepping on two of them. And he's the, then he's got one lodged in his crown. So it's, it's about being a little bit too protective, right? Um, that is what this is. So, you know, you referenced being ghosted. I know that, you know, you're dealing with circumstances that are beyond your control when you're, when you're dealing with the app, for sure. But energetically, like, I, I feel like it's telling you to look at, like, where are you holding back? Where are you afraid to really step out and be vulnerable? Because, like, the thing with relationships is, like, even if the person you're like walking towards ends up being a complete 
like sociopath who's awful. <laughs> like you can't protect yourself from that really. Like you've got to just go into it, right? Like if you if you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna check this person out, you have to be all in with love or else it doesn't work. So it's it's asking a little bit to see like where where is your your self-protection a little bit overboard, right? I mean, you always want to keep an eye out for red flags. I'm not saying not to be be, you know, smart and have boundaries, but if you're if you're too self-protective, it's a little closed off. Your final card here is the chariot, which is amazing. I mean, that I don't know if that is if that's you sort of um thinking about this a little bit and being like, okay, I am a little bit held back. I'm going to just push myself to go even harder and get out there. I mean, I, the chariot is beautiful. It's a cancer, it's cancer, the sign of cancer. And, um, which is a very loving emotional card. It is a chariot of war and love is war <laughs> and dating is definitely hell. So, you know, you're out there in, in a kind of, uh, really a, a famously rough and uncomfortable terrain, but you're doing it and you're meant to be doing it. Um, so I actually, I like all those cards for you. Um, now let's see, what does it look like to stay on the apps? Oh gosh, it does look like the apps are hard. What does it look like to get off the apps? Get off of them, get off the apps, take a break from them um, and see if there's just other ways that you can meet people in real life where they don't, where it's like harder to, you know, where you're standing in front of a person and you can feel each other's vibes and you're not having to just, you know, wait to get ghosted or, you know, wonder like, am I talking to a person or to a concept, you know? Here are the cards for staying on the apps. The very first card is the moon. Oh, I don't like that. I mean, the apps at their worst are totally the moon, right? Because you're like, what's real? <laughs> it's all an illusion. Am I being deceived? You know, it's like, oh, I feel anxious. Why do I feel anxious? This feels depressing, you know? So that's the moon card. The card that comes after that is the strength card. So, you know, I think that's you just being like, no, you know, trying to, um, trying to like, get over it, you know, and be like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to like rise up. I'm going to, I'm going to outsmart this app. You know, I'm going to like outsmart my, you know, my, um, my bad vibes about it. But I don't really think you're meant to do that. I feel like your very good vibes are actually getting like, they're getting a little slimed by the apps. Um, your final card is the two of discs and it's the change card, you know, and it's like something needs to change. Um, I think that, if, if you had better cards, um, I think there's a possibility, like if that moon card wasn't there, cause the strength card is nice and the change card, the two of coins is kind of neutral. And I could see that there is a way that like, can you really change the way that you deal with the apps, you know, in a massive way? Um, because yeah, I, but I don't know. I, I feel like the moon card is sending a really strong message. And then with that change card, I feel like the messages get off the apps because here's why the cards for you getting off the apps are actually really nice. Um, the first card is the Knight of Pentacles. Again, he is famously the only knight whose horse is not running around. Now you are the chariot card. Your love sphere is the chariot. So you are still in the game. We're not saying get out of the game, but I think, you know, the Knight of Pentacles does represent taking a little bit of a break. So you are taking a break from the app. And I love the Knight of Pentacles for this. It's all about grounding yourself, like putting the focus back on you as, as opposed to like others. Um, the next card here is the Hierophant. And the Hierophant is super wise. You know, I really read the Hierophant in the tarot as like um, 
is like a walking, um, just like walking wisdom, right? So I, I think it's really saying like, yes, it is the smart thing for you to get off of this. I think you probably know it, know in your gut um, that it's be good for you. It's time for a break from it. Um, and your final card is the 10 of cups, which is beautiful in this deck. It's like a happy couple standing under a rainbow. Um, so, you know, it is a little bit of a romantic card. So I feel like it's what I feel like I'm getting a message from it saying there is like other ways to find romance and to meet people. And, you know, I think you just need to, to um, put thought into it, put some smarts into it, like the Hierophant, right? Like what are some smart ways to get out there and meet people? And that is your route. Um, and just take a break for now from the apps. But yeah, you are, you're meant to be in the love game right now. Just make sure you're not shutting down or like, you know, being too self-protective. D- does any of that make sense? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I wish you so much much luck and happiness. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, man. Everyone needs an, an app break sometimes, right? All my friends who are on the apps are just like, I've deleted all the apps from my phone. This is like something that you periodically do. Am I right? You like periodically just, you know, delete all the apps <laughs> from your phone. Um, okay. Let me see. This one came in today. You know, I am telling you guys, if you'd like to email me your questions, I'm sorry, message me your questions, please do so on Instagram. And listen, this is super important. I only have one account. I will only ever have one account. It's Michelle T's T-E-A-Z. I will never contact you and ask you if you want your tarot cards read. There is a big scam going on. I've got like three different people have cloned my accounts. They are actually getting money out of people. They keep doing it because it's working. They keep fooling people into thinking that I'm, you know, they're talking to me and I'm asking them for money. I will never ask you for money. I will never ask you for a tarot reading. You can ask me. We'll talk about it. But no, that doesn't happen. So, you know, just uh, if, if that happens to you, just block them. You don't need to tell me about it. Happens all the time. It's, it is out of control, Annika. It's really awful. But yes, please send me your questions there if you like. Um, I'll be back next Thursday, live from Spain at like three o'clock in the morning with the time difference. But I love you guys. I'm going to do it. Um, and again, follow Ask the Tarot here on uh, on Green Room and follow me as well. And uh, you can get all of the back episodes if you want to like chill out to them at the Your Magic feed over on Spotify. Okay. Now let's see. We got another person who wants to throw it all away and, and become a witch. Thank you for the advice on the podcast. Um, oh, wait, 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 what is this? Oh, wait, oh, this is somebody who, um, oh my God, this is somebody who actually I already read cards for. And listen, they say, um, you are so awesome. Follow up, we're seeking out couples counseling. As a Pisces, I hate it, but I know it will help us. Yay, oh my God, I love that. I love getting a little bit of follow up. I have no idea what question that was, but always like it when people go to couples counseling, right? Um, so, okay. I do have a different sort of question for the tarot though. I'm so over being a hairstylist full time and need a little bit of a reprieve. I love doing hair, but I also want to help people in a different way. My question is, should I look, look into doing Reiki work? Should I start a beginner's witch group or should I just focus on my salon? Oh my God. Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for what you do. I mean, doing hair is super important, very important, but Hey, Nobody wants to do the same thing forever. So what does it look like? Should you do Reiki work? Oh my God. You guys, can you imagine going to like a hairstylist who also does Reiki? <laughs> that would be so amazing. I kind of feel, already feel like my hairstylist does Reiki on me because her energy is so amazing. If you're ever in Los Angeles, go to Lost Hills and get your hair cut by um, Kate. 
She's such great vibes. But um, what does it look like if you do Reiki? How cool. Okay, picking cards on that. Okay. Or should you start a beginner's witch group? Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I love that idea. So you'd still, you know, keep doing hair, but you would be really growing your interest and your talents in the witch department and who knows where they will lead to. So should you start a little witch group or maybe that is something you monetize? I don't know. Right. Um, okay. Here we go. Three cards for that. And what is the final one? Or just focus on the salon. Just focus on the salon lady. You're bringing a lot of magic to people. You're like touching them. You're like changing the, their energy, you're changing the way they feel about themselves. It's so huge. I mean, I do have a stellium in the fifth house, but if my hair is not good, you guys, I am not good. You know what I mean? <laughs> my hair's not good. It's not good. So thank, thank the goddess for the hairdressers, the hairstylists. Okay. So Reiki, what does Reiki look like for you? Ah, my friend, it looks rough, but there's something there. There's something, there's really something to it, but it looks harder than you think. Um, the very first card is that two of discs change, right? So, okay, here you go. Making a change. It's like, Oh wow. This is, you know, when this card comes up, it's a little bit like topsy tur things are topsy turvy. Um, you got to have a sense of humor when this card comes up, but then a very humorless card follows it. The three of swords, incredibly, no, not a laughing matter. We don't, we don't giggle at the three of swords. That's heartache. So there's something that happens that's really disappointing that causes some pain around this. Um, I can't imagine what it would be, but there it is. But your final card here is the Wheel of Fortune. So, whoa, that's like, you know, this is making me think about how, um, you know, I have a friend who is a shaman and she was telling me about um, how, you know, there's so many people that want to be shamans right now. And she's like, do, do, do people understand that to be a shaman, you have to go through the most like painful psychic initiation. You know, it's not easy to have these gifts or to summon these gifts. Like there's, it's a double-edged sword. So I don't know. I'm wondering if maybe it's a little bit of something like that. Like you're, maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to gain this skill, but there's something about the process of um, learning Reiki where you're like, whoa, it kind of blows your mind in this weird way. And it's hard but boom, Wheel of Fortune at the end. You can't argue with that, right? Let's see what your witches group looks like. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Please do a witches group. It's so good. It's really interesting because the first card that comes up is the Eight of Discs, which is a big work card, you know? It's, um, you know, especially, you know, in, in the Rider weight deck, it's this guy and he's he's just, you know, carving the same you know, pentacle plaque again and again and again. So it's work, it's steady work, but it's also work that it's not very exciting or creative anymore. And I mean, hairdressing is so creative, but when you're burnt out at your job, nothing feels creative. So it's interesting um, that that card came up first. I think it is saying that like this, you know, yeah, maybe you'll still have to be at your job, but it's going to give you so much life to start a witch's group. Your next card is the six of cups. It's beautiful. Oh my God. Like the communion between you and other witches is going to really feed your soul. I mean, it's going to make you feel so good. Like that you really are helping people that you're being helped. And then guess what the final card is? The world. Okay. In the Rider Waite deck, there is no universe card. It's the world. So, you know, it's the same. It's the same one. It's the big destiny card. It's like, yeah, you're really meant to take your witchiness more seriously and move deeper into it 
Like that is clearly your path. And it looks like maybe this witch group is a really good way to get your feet on the ground with it. Um, as far as like just sticking with your work, I mean, no, it's, I don't, I don't like it. It's, you get the four of swords, which is chill, which, you know, I don't know, like you're bored, right? So I'm a little worried with the four of swords in this deck um, for somebody who's bored because <laughs> that's someone who's just laying there, right? And then the next card is the king of swords and then the six of pentacles. So like, you know, the option to kind of put all this witchcraft away, it just doesn't look as sparkly, does it? I mean, you know, if you go to Reiki, I mean, you, you might end up having some gnarly initiation, but you get the wheel of fortune. If you start your witch group, you get the world. If you don't do witchcraft, it's all very mundane to me is what it looks like. I mean, I love the six of discs, right? You're going to make a lot of money as a hairdresser. You're very good. It's going to support you. You're going to be awesome. Um, but the king of, I don't know. No, I don't like it. I say, as your tarot reader, because you asked, I say, um, do the witch group and take it from there. More will be revealed. You know, maybe you do end up doing the Reiki down the line and have a better experience. Maybe there's a different tradition that you want to do, but the witch group will be your way in. All right, you guys, um, that is it. Um, I'm so happy to have had you guys show up here on a Wednesday. I was really worried that like nobody would come. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I'll be here next Thursday. So it's like a little over a week, just a week and a day. I'm going to be, I'm going to be really jonesing for all you guys by that time. Um, I don't know what state I'll be in at three in the morning. Maybe, maybe I'll just be coming in from a nightclub on the Ramblas, or maybe I'll just be like setting an alarm, waking myself up and drinking a Red Bull. But either way, I'm going to be here. And in the meantime, again, if you want to listen to any back episodes, Go find it on Spotify in the Your Magic feed. Um, I'm going to enjoy Spain. Thanks, Thank you so much. And I'm going to get that Dolly deck. And I hope you guys all have a really wonderful week. Okay, bye-bye. Hello, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. You'll be able to hear live readings, meet really interesting people, and even ask questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday.